0: the sluttiness within her which is to be wild and sexual without thinking about should i wait three dates or you know what does everyone think of me should i make him wait or good girls don't do that kind of thing or any of that stuff that she might have to think about in general or with other partners with me forget about it just be your slutty self welcome to the natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is The Natural Lifestyles Podcast. So now we can look at what would be considered to be nasty words, right? Calling women nasty names in bed. Now, what I've kind of discovered is that there is a grade of these words, right? I'm not going to just take a big risk and just throw out, you dirty whore to a chick that I have no idea how she's going to respond to that phrase. Because, of course, many women are going to have triggers around particularly words like bitch, slut, and whore that, you know, they don't want to be called those words in a real context or by a man that doesn't respect them, you know, because those words are often weaponized to hurt women, right? It's rare that you hear a man saying in a sweet, endearing tone that she's such a great whore, right? It's it's usually designed to shame and to punish, not in a good way, to damage the woman's reputation, to try and take power over her, her, right? So these words have inherent charges in them, which is their negative and their positive characteristics is that the fact that it has such a powerful charge means that there is emotion embedded within it, let's say. And so if I can use that word or some of these nastier words in such a way that the woman, like she feels safe and she knows that I don't really think she's a dirty whore, right? I'm not, I'm not actually shaming and judging her, it's just play. I'm just calling her, you know, my cute little slut or my dirty little slut or whatever it is I'm calling her for theater, right? So she gets to play with feeling like like she can be a slut, whatever that means to her, or be a whore, be a wild bitch, or be a naughty little brat or whatever it is, in this space while we're having sex, knowing that when that's finished, the scene's over there's no residual consequences, right? It's not that now I am I look at her differently and I'm like, well, she let me do that. What a filthy slut, you know, that I actually shame and judge her because that's where, you know, she's going to accrue damage from the sexual experience and not want to do it again. She's going to feel like she was taken advantage of or the guy didn't treat her with respect, right? Because you can absolutely call a woman the foulest words in your language and it be extremely respectful, right? That it is because it is done in context. I don't, you know, like when I'm with my girlfriend, I don't call a bitch, slut, whore randomly around the house. But when I've had girlfriends, many of them like to have those words applied to them in play and often softened by the use of ownership words, right? So if I say you slut, that's just saying you're a slut, right? If I say you're my little slut, that's a very different feel, right? So you're dirty whore or you're my dirty whore. Very different because one is like, you're a whore to everyone. You're a slut to the world. The other one is for me, that's when you become a slut or a whore. And whatever that means to the woman exactly, it doesn't mean she goes and sells sex on the street necessarily, or that she has sex with every man who looks her on the street. It's that the sluttiness within her, which is the desire to be complete, to be wild and sexual without you know, thinking about should I wait three dates or, you know, what does everyone think of me or, you know, should I make him wait or oh, good girls don't do that kind of thing or any of that stuff that she might have to think about in general or with other partners, with me, forget about it. Just be your slutty self, right? And I don't judge you for that. In fact, I encourage that and I applaud that, right? So that's, that's the kind of vibe behind us delivering nasty words to a woman and check yourself on this, right? Like if you actually have, resentment or hatred towards women or a a woman or particular women and you find yourself in physical situations with them where you end up like wanting to say that as a weapon, don't do it. Don't do it because if you do, then you're going to be causing harm, right? So obviously if we're using, the more we're moving into extreme types of sexuality, whether that's through our intent, our verbal delivery or what it is that we're doing physically, then our potential for harm increases, Right, if we're just having very slow vanilla sex and no one's really in command, no one's sub, no one's dom and uh we never go beyond, you know, two pumps per second or something like that. Then okay, we're not when we're unlikely to cause any damage, probably unlikely to cause too much excitement either. But okay, so as we step into more extreme positions or more powerful positions where we have more authority, more dominance, our responsibility increases. Right, so if you're taking a woman into a sub space or into a fantasy space where we're playing with our archetypes, playing with these subconscious aspects of our sexuality and our personalities, then you've got to be a little careful because we're dealing with real stuff. Right? We're dealing with people's deeper emotions and their sometimes their insecurities or their uh, latent fantasies, which can be mixed in with shame and guilt and fear and so on. And you can easily put a woman in a really exposed, vulnerable position and then make her feel really ashamed about it. Right, And you might, you might not even mean to do that. It might just be because you didn't do proper aftercare. You know, you had a really intense scene with her and then, you know, you went off and had a shower and you made yourself a cup of tea and you came back in and she feels all exposed and vulnerable because she needed to be cuddled for some minutes afterwards, right? So she might feel like that was kind of abusive or that she was taken advantage of or just kind of used for your pleasure and then not really respected or dealt with afterwards. Like there's been times where I've been in a play session where, you know I've thrown out some testing in terms of the types of nasty words she might like and she and I got good responses and maybe I go really nasty and hard and afterwards a couple of times I thought I'm going to check in with her just so she knows that was for fun right and so I've said things like hey that was so fucking hot what we just did you know when I call you a nasty words like a slut it's just play right you know it's not real and I mean I've done that two or three times and every time the girl said yeah I know I know but better to check in than not, right? So, if you get a sense that you guys went really deep and hard and nasty and afterwards you're not sure, was that resolved? Did we seal that off and we finished that scene and, you know, any emotional threads that were there have been tied up and we're like, cool, that's over and we moved on with things? Or does she have something residual? Maybe you do, where you just don't, you feel a bit weird about it or she feels a bit weird or she wasn't sure. It's like, is he really being cruel to me or was that just fun? Better to just have that little phrase, have that little conversation with her because then she knows like, oh, when I'm with, when I'm doing that stuff with him, you know, we can call each other whatever. He can call me the nastiest names in, in his language with absolute ferocity, with a look in his eye, like he wants to kill me and it's all a game. Right. And then, then we can enjoy the fun of the game. You know, then she can enjoy being the victim or being hunted or being ordered around or being used in a really good way for the man's pleasure and vice versa. And then, you know, it's sealed off and we finish the game and we're back to being our, you know, respectful couple that values each other as human beings, not just as fuck toys. Cool. Then it's going to have a really, really powerful effect. So when I'm first introducing naughty, nasty words to a girl, I grade them like this. So you could think of them as like an escalation ladder of nasty words. So the first ones that I'm going to be using these, using these words, naughty, bad, horny, right? Pretty much something like that. So of course I need to add something to that. So I'm like, if I say, oh, my naughty girl, or oh, you're such a horny horny little girl, right? Or oh, bad girl, you're, you're, or you've been bad and you need to be punished, right? So these are pretty soft, right? It's not, it's not an insult, it's not really nasty. I'm just calling her nasty, naughty, horny, dirty. You know, these, these kinds of adjectives, which imply the dirty talk and the nastiness of the sex without giving her a label that says you are a bitch or whatever it is, right? So I test those ones out first, and usually responses are really good. And that would be often done as a reward. Bend her over and like take her hair I pull her back and I go, my naughty little girl, you need to be punished, right? Or, you know, my sexy little thing, my pretty little nasty chick or whatever, right? So I'm using these softer, semi-charged words has tests, And then I see, okay, she, she gives me like eyes or she like purrs or she says, yes, I'm in that. Or she says, no, I'm not that, right? You've been a, you're a bad little girl. No, I'm not. Means that's not her saying, don't call me bad. That's rude. It's like, I'm pretending I'm not a bad girl, but I really am a bad girl, but I'm also a nice girl. And that's part of the role play, all right, cool. So we can start with those, chuck them out, test, note. Sometimes, you know, girl gives nothing back and it, and it might be a sign she just doesn't like talking in bed at all, okay? Some girls like that. I don't want to talk, you throw out a few tests, you get silence in return. Okay, maybe forget about it, except in terms of I'll never forget vocal commands. Even if she's not very communicative, I still need to be able to tell her what to do, where to go, how to do things and to give her rewards. So at the base, I will still have those. I might not do them as often. I might use them when it's more particularly important that you know I'm to reposition her, for example, like I'm behind her and then I pull out and then I sit down, I say, sit on my cock right instead of trying to like silently move her to show which position I wanted to do it's like get on top of me or sit on my cock very simple it's not really dirty talk it's not a dialogue it's a it's a command that's going to make the sex better and then I give her an indication that I like that Ah, that's it or just a moan or something okay cool still has this basically the same effect it's just that you're noting that this girl isn't very talkative in bed fair enough another one will be Now, moving up that escalation ladder of nasty words, so we have our dirty, horny, nasty, naughty adjectives, the next level up would be the word bitch. Now, like in Eastern Europe, often when you hear the word bitch, people interpret that as prostitute, right? So I've called girls my sexy bitch, for example, in another country and that's really really hot and then I've done that in Ukraine and I've had girls say I'm not bitch I am slut or something like that where it's like I'm not a prostitute and that's what bitch means to them right so okay so you might need to be aware of what does the word mean to people but in general bitch what does it mean you know it can just mean a sassy naughty sexy girl right and that's and or it could be a real insult right you fucking bitch okay I might be weaponizing it in a situation has a very different meaning so it has inherent charge because it can be used as a weapon but when I'm using it in a more playful or fun way then then it has a sexy effect so usually what I do when I'm starting to move into these harder words bitch slut whore for example and so just to finish so it's like bitch is level two level three would be slut and level four would be whore or or any other like really vulgar identifying phrase like fuck toy or fuck hole or come dumpster or something like that right like those are quite vulgar phrases and i do use those sometimes but that's when i like you i wait till that's where we're in a really nasty state together like where it is all about holes and cocks and bits of meat right then i might call her my little fuck hole or that's my sexy come dumpster or something yeah okay i might do that sometimes but you can see how that's a big way bigger jump from my naughty girl Right, So in this way, you don't just throw out the most extreme thing hoping for a home run because the girl could just, it could be the end of it. She's like, what did you just call me? <laughs> or just feel really insulted because it's so out of context, so out of, out of, it doesn't make sense yet in the play or maybe it never wouldn't make sense in the play. So you're aware of those levels. But the interesting thing we can start to do with these words is we can soften or intensify them depending on how we combine them, right? So if I just say bitch to a girl, I mean, that would be kind of odd, Right. But if I said my bitch, that's better. If I said my sexy bitch, that's a good one. Like I've, I use that a lot as a like, as my test to kind of move into the next grades, right? So I've gone naughty little girl, something, something a little bit later. And she's, I'm getting her to dance for me or she's riding my dick or something. I'm like, fuck you, sexy bitch. That's clearly not an insult, right? That's clearly whatever sexy bitch is, it's a good thing. And she gets to feel like a sexy bitch, whatever that means to her. I can even soften this much more by saying my little bitch or my cute little right or my pretty little right so using these endearing softening terms means you can create this kind of mixed messages thing if I if I use the word slut for example I say my perfect princess slut right or my little angel slut I'm mixing the really soft word angel and the really hard word slut and so it has a kind of cuter feel to it right so I can I can shave the edges off the harshness and make it much more of a a private Cute thing between the two of us, and when I add the word my or mine, right? So she in this, she's only my slut. She's not anyone else's. Fuck them. When you're with me, you're my angel, little whore, right? My little anal princess, my adorable sweet whore, yeah, or my perfect fuck toy, right? So all of those, like, I would I would recommend using those types of things much more often than I would. You dirty whore, right? You fucking slut, like be rare it would be rare for me to go that hard that would i would usually only do that if we're in like a harsh role play of like where she's playing a prostitute for example or where she says things like use me or do what you want with me or like when i've i've thrown something i'm like you're such a little slut she's like yes i'm your slut right like and some girls love to do that they respond immediately they throw it back and they want to hear the words and they want to say them yes i'm his slut i'm your slut i belong to you i'm all yours right? like this Belonging to the man thing again is, is all related to this like to her self-esteem right It's like if I belong to a man and it's not like you know obviously she's free, she's not my slave, but she's choosing to feel like she belongs to me for this night, week, month, whatever, why would a woman with a good self-esteem and who's attractive and have lots of options belong to somebody because he's a good owner right because she tre- he treats her well, he makes her feel awesome in all the ways that a woman wants to feel awesome. Right, and so then being belonging to that man makes her valuable, right? It's like, this man is my owner. He looks after me. He treats me well. He uses me. He fucks the shit out of me. He makes me feel like a sexy whore, little pumpkin princess, anal queen, or whatever it is. And that's a really beautiful, actually like really like intimate, beautiful dynamic, right? Because you could step into a scene like that. Just, you know, imagine you walked in and someone's there like you filthy little fuckhole, I'm going to use all your holes and fill you up with my cum, you dirty little slut, and you love it, and you might want to call the cops, or go, oh, that's not a very nice thing to say to a lady, and it wouldn't be in some contexts, and in others, where we're both in that zone, where she's like, I'm a tie, use me, whatever, my holes are yours, then calling her those things, like I say, it sometimes say things like, that's what you're for, or you're only for fucking, right, give me your holes, that's what you're for, right, so it's like, in that moment, She only exists as a sex object. And think about it. Like, if you're having sex, why wouldn't you be a sex object? Why would you not want to be a sex object? Would you want to be something else at the same time? Not really. It's like, you know, I want to be the respected scientist and family man, you know, and guy who plays the flute and a sex machine all in this one thing. No, fuck all the other stuff off. Right now, it's irrelevant that I'm a flute player and I have a job and a family and a status and a whatever. And same for her. It's like, we're fuck animals now. Right? So cool. Be a complete sex object for both of you like i encourage the woman to use me as a sex object too you know i'm like take that cock not my cock i'm like use this cock yeah swallow it yeah you need that cock you love it right i itemize bits of my own body i commodify myself or objectify myself too right because now we are bits of meat using each other's bits of meat and that's fucking hot right because that's taboo that's where we like she gets to forget about You know, am I a princess and am I a nice girl? And, you know, am I respected? And, you know, what's my position in society and all this kind of stuff? Nah, when it comes down to you and her in your private space going wild, then yeah, you can get nasty, right? But be aware, right? We can jump way too nasty too quick. We can, and be aware that many women will tolerate things they don't like. Can be hard to know when that's the case, which is why we wanna have open channels of communication. But you may be thinking, oh yeah, dirty talks. I'm like, yeah, that's it, you fucking whore. You love that. And she's like, dude, you know, and she puts up with it and she's just like, oh, it's okay, all right. But you you may have really thrown her out then, or she doesn't like this, or she's now she's worried about what kind of person you might be or how you feel about her and respect her and so on. All right. So I really do recommend grading these things, throwing out little tests, using the softening words. So by making her my little, that's my pussy. Yeah. Oh, I love that juicy pussy. You make my cock so hard. Telling her how she makes you feel, how, how, how she is affecting your body, right? That's dirty talk too. Yeah. Can you feel how hard my cock is inside you is saying to her, you made my cock so hard, right? And now we're talking about cocks and girls like talking about it and feeling it and thinking about it. If in doubt, then ask for verbal consent. I'm not always, I'm not always sure. Sometimes I'm with a girl who seems fairly delicate or like more sensitive in the way that she's having sex. She doesn't she's not talking very much let's say and so i might throw a little tester out and say oh you're you're my cute little kitten or you're such a kitten or you sexy princess one of these kinds of ones and again don't get much response and i'm like i want to say something but i'm not sure so i can in play in real time say would you like if i say nasty words to you and watch for the initial response because if she's like any kind of like negative thing before she then says something probably that's her truth right whereas Most of the time she'll be like, oh yeah, I like that or "or like what, right? So she's like, like what? And then I would put in those those levels. So what if I called you my sexy bitch? Would you like that? She's like, yes, no. And what about the words slut and whore? And then I've had girls say, don't call me whore. Don't like it, right? Or don't call me bitch or don't call me slut. Cool. It's much better that we have that little conversation in flow, even if it's not really breaking the trance or breaking the sex, it's ongoing consent which we, and communication and negotiation which you need to be able to do All Right, so I'm in that space where they were having slow sex and I ask if she liked to be called dirty words and then I say okay these this this and she gives me negative positive negative or whatever it is and then I don't immediately do them and then I go okay and then we move into something else and a little bit later when we're ramped up we're in the zone and she's riding me on top and I go oh you fucking sexy bitch you turn me on so much and then I see her eyes light up and she bucks harder I'm like cool dirty talks working here calling her some nasty stuff good that i checked in now i know where we're at with it and i know she doesn't like to be called whore, but she loves it appears to be called my sexy you know my sexy witch my sexy bitch thanks so much for listening to the natural lifestyles podcast check us out on youtube at the natural tv see you on the next episode